My name is Simon, and thank you so much for tuning in to the very first episode of Mystery Simon Theater 3000. This is a podcast where I'm going to be showcasing my VHS uh, cassette collection, uh, which is a library of about 3,000 titles, and I'm going to be talking about them with my friend Juan Carlos. Hello. Hello. I'm so excited that you've decided to join us on this first episode. Today, we're going to be going into uh, some of the history of the collection, our history as media aficionados, and then we're going to go over what the format of these episodes are probably going to look like. So for viewers out there, I am surrounded by a lot, <laughs> a lot of VHS tapes right now. You know, I'm, I'm thinking about a lot of things while I'm looking at them. Ooh, look at that title. I remember that one. There better not be a large earthquake right now. I would be crushed by far too many Mel Gibson movies than I would be uh, ever happy to, to see landing on me. Um, so uh, where did this come from, Simon? Glad you asked that one. So growing up, I watched a lot of VHS tapes as I'm a millennial and that was the format available to us at home. And when I was 12, I got a VCR TV combo that I still have today. And I used it quite a bit when I was in college because I needed background noise, just like something to familiar to watch while I worked on school projects. And VHS tapes were the perfect medium to distract me, but not be distracted by the internet at the same time. Because when I was in college, streaming was taking off and it was... There were flicks on the net. <laughs> there were flicks on the net. Uh, Hulu was a new thing. Mm -hmm. And if I was watching something online chances are I'd get really distracted and uh, not finish my homework. Wow, Simon, is this a lot of tapes you got in here? Uh, who gave you all these tapes? A man named Patrick. Who's Patrick? Patrick owns an escape room here in Portland called Lockbuster. That is dancing trademark infringement. I like it. <laughs> Although I guess Blockbuster would have to exist still for that to be Someone true. owns the name. So. Oh, right, right. Good holding company in Delaware. Uh, where was this Lockbuster place? Uh, this Lockbuster place is in Portland, Oregon. It's here in the city that we live in. Uh, and it's an 80s-themed escape room. The entrance is a faux video rental shop. So I don't know how long it took him, but he amassed this collection that is like 5,000 like actual tapes. He cherry-picked all the best titles and used them in his storefront. And, of course, he needed to get rid of the rest. So you're telling me that somebody had um, even more tapes than what is currently surrounding me. And the idea when you were to see all these tapes is, I want to get out of this room. I need to escape. Is that <laughs> is that the, the vibe? Uh, no, his escape made? room is. And I've done his escape room uh, long before I met him personally. It's mobster-themed, and Alf is a character. Mm, mm, right. Um, I think I did see Kindergarten Cop somewhere around here, <laughs> so I think that's a mob movie, right? Um, well, yeah. when you when you heard that he's trying to offload these tapes, um, what what did you have to do to get his uh, get his attention? Uh, I didn't. I didn't really have to do anything to get his attention. He was looking for brown paper bags, uh, the grocery, the kind you get at the grocery store. And I had a lot of them sitting in my basement. So wait, 
Patrick was just going around town asking people for brown paper bags. And digitally, yes, on, on Slack. There's a Slack group where people ask for brown paper bags. Sure. Ah, okay. Well, I clearly need to check out the internet more. Well, you got Not. these brown paper bags. Did you have to pay anything for for these VHSs? I did. How much did you pay for this this wall of VHS tapes? Uh, well, when Patrick first approached me with this collection, he let me know that a woman in Texas was interested in buying it, but he didn't have like a whole lot of confidence that she was gonna like follow through with it because she'd have to like rent a trailer, drive it up to Portland. You seemed like a doer. You were gonna get these tapes. I seemed like an easier sell. For sure. And and so like two weeks went by and I probably like maybe once a day to every other day, I check in to see if it was like the listing on Craigslist was still up. And uh, yeah, about two weeks of that, I just had to admit to myself that if I checked the listing and it was gone, I would be devastated. And that's when I, I knew I had to I want I wanted this collection. That's how I knew I actually wanted this collection. Right. Right. Craigslist can really instill that in a person, uh, that, that tremendous sense of loss. You <laughs> do you... not need to be on the internet more. <laughs> um, right. It's just, just full of lost futures. <laughs> so you have this opportunity. You know in your heart you can't miss out on all these tapes. And, might I add, you had the brown paper bags to move them. Why? Why? Why would you still want to go through with this? First and foremost, I just wanted these tapes. And that That's was fine. Like I can admit that to myself now. I was able to do it then. I knew that this was going to be a physical commitment, an emotional and mental commitment, but it's also a financial commitment. Where am I going to put all these tapes? That was one of the biggest questions that I had, that my spouse had. I'm like, like okay, I, they respect that I want these tapes. Where are we going to put them? I'll note that Simon gestured when when she said spouse to uh, producer Johnny. Producer Johnny behind the camera. Behind the camera right now. Uh, the, the compromise that I had made was like, I need to watch every single tape that I buy. There is seriously no point in me buying so many tapes that are going to go unwatched. And a podcast, a YouTube channel would just be great accountability to make sure that I actually watch them all. That is truly what anybody who's ever recorded a podcast uh, has thought I know. Um, this is finally a way to hold myself accountable. <laughs> <laughs> we will bring you to justice in this, in this podcast. So you've committed to buy these, these tapes. Yeah. What did it take to move them? You and what, like six, seven other friends, a tiny truck, and a full-sized uh, white creeper van. Is what it took to move all these tapes. Was that also in the rental agreement? <laughs> I'm looking for a creeper van. Um, uh, for public storage, yes, that is actually part of the rent their rental agreement. You have to buy their insurance and rent one of their creeper vans. Get me a creeper van. Enough for my VHSs. When you first got into uh, Lockbuster and you beheld uh, this collection, what did you think? That these are a lot of tapes in someone's basement. <laughs> it wasn't Mostly. daunting at all. Did you already uh, uh, submit to the idea that you are uh, you're you're going to be lugging these these tapes around Portland for the next couple of years? I don't think so. 
You know, there is the initial like, wow, look at some of these titles. And but the way that he had situated his like storage was like he was just like stacking tapes on tapes in a way that you wouldn't in like a, a like a home shelf or the way we have our library here. I don't remember it as being so daunting. You were there. What was your first impression walking, like climbing down into that basement <laughs> of Blockbuster? <laughs> I didn't think that these paper bags were going to cut it. That's what I, I think my my thought was. You were almost right. I was almost right. Um, <laughs> it was it was a little lopsided. I forgot that the uh, clamshell version of VHSs are sharp, uh, careful around the edges. Patrick um, didn't say nothing about how many clamshells fit oh, in a my goodness. paper bag. Yeah, right, right, right. All of your calculations just get thrown right off when you see a, a clamshell. And I didn't know I was going to lose that much blood to a copy of Casper. But it... Um, he was the friendly ghost. Oh, he ain't friendly when he's when he wants to cut you. So when I, you know, looked at everything, I... I, I speechless now <laughs> i was speechless then certainly but i think and we'll get we'll get to to what vhs um means as a as a medium but you know i i was just reminded of what a very specific band of time period that these were in production and it leans heavily into that time period there's mm -hmm. certainly things that that made it onto vhs before uh vhs was invented but in large part, these were... They were produced in a pretty small right. time, yeah. That, like that home video. That 80s, 90s time period, um, just they're back in my face. Um, in fact, I think I saw We're Back um, yep. somewhere around around here. Another sharp case. Um, well, I have Weird, uh, Weird, Weird. I have We're Back at home. That's That was one of my childhood tapes that I still have. I, don't, I, don't, I remember the finale of that one being freaky. Right. The parade? The parade where they're like monstrous, right? Dinosaurs. Dinos. Dinos. Yeah, but yeah, they're like brainwashed though. Isn't that isn't that the plot point? They're like brainwashed. You remember better than I do. It was clearly scarring. Um, I have deep psychological trauma from that. That's gonna be another theme of this podcast, trauma. <laughs> Moving on. Uh you get the tapes, mm -hmm. you start packing them, you get them into your creeper van. Um, and the tiny truck. And the tiny truck. You get them into the creeper I, van. I the get them into truck. the creeper van. They go into the tiny truck. They're whisked away. Mm -hmm. um, and look at us now. We have this uh, this fine collection here in front of us. Uh, yeah, we won't really go into where we were keeping them before here. That is mentioned briefly in our newsletter. So if you're interested in any behind-the-scenes action, uh, want to watch me alphabetize these tapes, I'm still, like, alphabetizing, like, on the shelves, which is taking up quite a bit of time, subscribe to our Substack. It's Mystery Simon Theater 3000. I think the new, like, the Substack profile is just called Weird Wonderful Stuff, which we will probably link somewhere in the middle of the screen, in the show notes, in the description down below. You'll have Press it everywhere. Well, you had a podcast in mind, it sounds like, when you got these tapes. Mm. How long has this podcast been been gestating since you bought these tapes? Since the end of 2021. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's it's been a bit of a journey. There's been a few like hiccups, as I mentioned. We weren't always keeping them here. They used to be really hard to access. And once we like finally found this little uh, studio space for them, you know, in went the shelves. We did a good, which I think we did a, a pretty good job. But it is also a shelving podcast. Um, <laughs> It was anchors. Yeah, it's definitely uh, it was a work in progress for a long for a really long time. And the reason that I had been waiting to actually record episodes was because I knew how difficult it was to find these tapes when they weren't easily accessible. Like um, we still haven't found Drugstore Cowboy and we were supposed to watch that. He said he was just going out for cigarettes and he (laughs) never came back. Never came back. Giddy up. What are we going to be doing here? We're going to be talking about a few tapes every week. At first, I was thinking like five tapes a week because even if I watched five tapes a week, I'd have eight eight to nine years worth of content, which sounds great. However, five tapes a week is just quite a lot to get through. I have other things that I want to watch. Um, I use this as a, so like a personal video rental store. So I do take tapes home that I don't intend to watch for <laughs> for this for this podcast. So we decided to do three tapes a week. And here's how it's going to go down. One tape is going to be drawn at random. We have all of the titles in a spreadsheet. They are alphabetized, they are numbered, and one will be using a random number generator from Very the internet. Very large dice. I'm going to roll. No, it's, from, it's just from the internet. Oh, we can get you a 2,800-sided die. That's what I'm saying. We, we're going to get so many Patreon subscribers. <laughs> we will be able to get this dice. That is my goal. Season one and finale. Wait, how? That big okay, well, we don't 000. have a Patreon. We don't have an audience Just yet. give us money. Find a way. Find us in the street. Give us money. But that would be a fun that would be a fun goal is to to get a a die made. However, every time we select a movie off of this list, we remove it so that it doesn't come up again. The second tape is going to be chosen by Juan. I've left it open for him to either choose at random again or pick something that he just wants me to watch. And unfortunately, he knows the genres I don't like and the people I don't like to watch either. So that'll that'll change from week to week. It'll be up to Juan. I've made my piece. And then the third tape is going to be chosen by a rotating guest. They're going to get to look at the master list. They also get the choice of picking a movie at random or something that they just really want me to watch. And hopefully they're also going to be able to join us give us their thoughts and or yeah just give us their thoughts there's a lot to there's a lot of thoughts happening when we watch these tapes so you're going to be watching three tapes a week uh-huh. for uh, what is it 52 weeks a year that's like 156 <laughs> tapes you're... in every given year yes i did do the math in my head right now you're going to be doing this for 19 years, watching <laughs> all of these tapes. I mean, uh-huh. it's, not, it's not even just movies either. There's, there's, no, there's TV series there's... and other stuff. 
in here. Yeah, I think we have like the in, the entire I Love Lucy series here on tape. We have Pride and Prejudice miniseries, Oz, Assy. Missing the we're missing the L on that one. Uh, there there's some tapes on how to play guitar, highlight reel of the Great Flood of 1996, and so, like some Veggie Tales. I'm I don't think I'm looking forward to those, but we have it. So it's that's why I keep saying like tapes over like movies. I'm just like, no, I'm not actually going to be watching three movies every week. It's going to be three tapes of some sort. <laughs> you just listed off so many, so many different so many kinds of varieties of things to watch. I, I got to ask, you know, what draws you to this as as a medium? Uh, there's a lot of things to to really love about this medium. Uh, you know, the the box art is, I think it's really interesting, the kind of graphics, um, the unreadable uh, titles, um, really represent just like uh, an era that it was either the movie, like it'll represent the era that the movie came out in or that the movie was released in. And I have some examples of movies uh, where I have like two or three copies of it and each copy has a different box art. And I find that uh, like that is really, really fascinating to me. Uh, the pull quotes are just like so ironic at times. Like, uh, you know, the smaller the print, um, the smaller the byline, like the, the more insignificant <laughs> I'm sure it is. Like some of these uh, critics... You know, some of these critics were writing for places no one has ever heard of, but it worked well for the marketing of the movie. And I just I find things like that are worth dwelling on, worth revisiting. Probably the first thing most people talk about are like things like the trailers and the the previews, Jerry, previews. Previews. I've talked about it often. Like a lot of the movies in this collection are really highlighting just some like really forgotten pieces of media. Some of these titles are by Oscar-winning actors, directors, writers that that aren't really remembered anymore. But the trailers in these movies are even more fascinating, like things that really, really, really you never would have thought was a movie. Like if we could insert footage from The Velocity of Gary, you know, the one where Thomas Jane, Vincent D'Onofrio, and Selma Hayek are in a throuple. hey Like... Mo- like movies like that like i i don't know where i would have found that tape before like maybe it could have been in this collection but it's not and it's just something that feels even more forgotten and i don't even want to say obs- obscure because i don't think it was at the time like selma hayek was and kind of has always been like a big presence in hollywood i don't know if she was a movie star quite at that time what but year was that uh when did eight millimeter come out that's oh, that's the, that's the movie that the trailer was on oh uh, that was like man, i found it feel like that was, was in like the 98. later 90s because that was later Sh- schumacher and that right. was uh the same writer as seven right right oh so yeah, interesting yeah no, anyway so that was desperado Right, that was that was might like, have been a desperado. When did Dogma was that in the aughts? That was uh, yeah, that was in the I think that was like the year two thousand, wasn't it? It was okay. like that was like part of the millennial millennium thing, right? Okay, oh I don't know. Chasing Amy, that was ninety nine, if I recall correctly. I wonder if they ever found her. <laughs> I did. She's here. She's here. She's here. <laughs> Kevin, he's here. <laughs> she's here. <laughs> 
Okay. All that to say, these are the things that we're going to be talking about on this podcast. And in the video version, we are going to be like inserting clips from the trailer. You'll be able to see the box art and uh, like sometimes just enjoy with us all of the things that like we either find fascinating or ridiculous. What is that? This is Electric oh, that's Dreams. A, that's a terrible movie. I like these are the things we're going to be talking about on this podcast and on the video version. So I think it's time to draw a movie now, right? I think so. Okay. Do you have... Let me pull out my 2,800-sided die. And just like that, we're ready We're ready to pick. And just like that. Okay. So the high number we're going to be drawing from is 2,856. 2,856. 2,856 titles. Okay. Well, here's our inaugural movie. For the random number generator, number 2012. Oh, my God. Good That's a pretty high number. That is a high number. What what letter do you think this is? 2000 um, what now? I think you're still in the T's. 2000 what? 2012. In all of our practice runs, I have never been so lucky. It's the Princess Bride. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! It's not even at the T's. No. I was wrong. It's in the P's. It's in the P's. Um, wow. Okay. That well, makes me happy. that's uh, how do you feel about that pick? I just said it makes me happy. Mm, mm, mm. Well, let's see what the guest pick then is. Are you doing a... Because maybe that won't be happy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do mine last. Okay. So in lieu of having an actual guest here, producer Johnny is going to be... <sighs> picking our first tape, our first guest tape. And they're doing it randomly without looking. Uh-oh. Successfully not knocking. Uh-oh. Oh, no, you did knock some stuff over. Ooh, this looks precarious. Oh, I didn't see it. This is a movie, I assume, about the cousin of the state of Vermont. Val- <laughs> Valmont? Uh, Valmont. Orion Home Video. Okay. Is that Colin Firth? There's a... That looks like Annette Benning. That looks like Colin Firth, but there's no It's a unusual um, still, I'd say. This box art is old. You, like, this was probably one of the... Probably one of the first uh, releases of, the, of, the, of this tape. I can tell you that it's rated R for Restricted. Let me see this. Oh man, it's 137 minutes. Oh, that's in the that's in the good zone. That's mm-hmm. in the the. That's a place quality. you'll hear us differ quite a bit. The longer the better, baby. No, it's a Milos Forman movie. Um, Milos. Milos. 1989. That's when this tape was released. 1989. So this is a postman on the moon. He's already been. Put through the ringer by a uh, method acting Jim Carrey. What? <laughs> you got to watch that doc. There's a good doc. Oh, no, I've seen it. Is that uh, Andy, Andy and Me or something? Man on the Moon. Wait, it's just oh, called Man on the Moon? The movie? It's called Man on the Moon. No, the documentary. Oh, I don't remember. What the <laughs> okay. There's a, there's a lot of stickers on here, too. This was uh, some, some kind of video rental box 
there's a blue sticker. There's some kind of a, this is, we're getting rid of it. It needs to go now price. That's a cool kind of reflective thing going on there. Magnet. Magnet. It's a drama. And it has hi-fi stereo audio. So I'm excited for you for that one. You know, I'm not going to go into it now because part of our episode next week is uh, by then we will have watched uh, three tapes. Uh, in addition to talking about the box art and the trailers and other just main plot points, um, I do enjoy reading the back of the boxes. Uh there, there's a style to some of these, and they're either like really corny or sometimes just really, really useless. <laughs> but this one, I'm actually getting excited about because this is a like teenage Feruza Balk. I'm gonna watch it. Juan, yes. it is my turn to ask you a question. Sure. What movie do you want me to watch? Well, I know I heard a lot of hemming and hawing before about what you think my taste in movies might be. And let me just tell you. I did not tell, I not on not on the uh, podcast yet. Sure, sure. I mean, I have opinions. I mostly Mystery respect. Mystery Simon, <laughs> special features. Uh, check your check your DVD uh, menu for those. Mostly respect. Mostly respect. Um, you know, I will say, I'm actually a VHS skeptic in many respects. Um I'm I'm a high def guy. I like the quality of my my visual media being as top of the line as can be. Um, yeah, but and, you've you've seen the Matrix in high def. Yeah, it looks great. So when I look at VHS tapes, I think the main thing that I can get away from it is that it was a explosion of of. Um, media becoming very available to a mass public and it did kind of change i think how movies were made in the first place mm -hmm. um and there I, I there was you know i think um suddenly a new type of movie the the rental movie that you would get on a friday night and have microwave popcorn with um and that was a very special thing i thought um it doesn't need to have a VHS to, to kind of bring back that quality, but it's certainly also much more handy to have them all presented to you in this fashion where they are looming over you like uh, a menacing wall. So I'm going to pick a movie that I think emblemizes the type of Friday night at Blockbuster. Okay. Just pick a damn movie and let's get out of here and watch it. <laughs> okay. So I picked oh, Scottish, okay. Spanish, French classic, Egypt Highland, <coughs> Egyptian, Egyptian born, Egyptian born, Spanish, Spaniard classic, Highlander classic with Sean Connery. Sorry. Um, and uh, I'm really excited to rewatch this one because I don't remember most of it other than. The blaring sound of Queen playing over a Scottish Highland and some of the most ridiculous accents I've ever heard. Um, it seems VHS as heck. And uh, that 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 will be my pick for this week. The real the the real reason I'm excited and you won't be able to see it, but it's right here. Look for the high def scans. It's Clancy Brown. Anything that he's in is worth watching in my humble 
Mm. Well, well, thank you for being so kind. This yeah. was a very, hey, a hey, very merciful. You can breathe pick. a sigh of relief. All right. I so here's the thing. Yo, man, I elected to watch Highlander too. <laughs> like this is fine. I'm excited. I'm excited. Right. Right. You know, we'll be we'll be feeling the quickening by next week. When uh, I, I should add, when I pick a movie, I will commit to watching that one. Um, the other, the other two. That's You're not going to watch Belmont. I will listen very intently. To what about the, the Princess Bride? Listen. You're not going to come over to watch the Princess Bride. I know we like we've all seen it so many times, yeah. or we've heard inconceivable, and you know your father mm-hmm. something killed my father. I right. forget what that is. Right. Ironically, Maybe. for this anecdote, but it seems like we've all seen the Princess Bride. I get it. Yeah, it's still going to be a fun watch. And that's where we differ a lot with movies, where, like, your idea of a fun watch is very different from my idea of a fun watch. We'll dive into that in another episode. Stay tuned. Join us next week. We're going to be talking about Highlander. We're going to be talking about Belmont and The Princess Bride. Dissecting some of the box art. We're going to be roasting some pull quotes, featuring some trailers. So if you're watching the video feed, you'll be able to see some clips from the trailers in the movie. And something I don't think we pointed out yet, but the video version is being captured on a camcorder. On it's video. not <laughs> video on video. It's not. It's not video it's, on video. It's not being recorded to an actual tape because we don't want to put that kind of uh, strain, stress, wear on a piece of machinery that's not being made anymore. These are stressful times. We but don't want to add more stress to any anything or anybody. But your video is not made, the video that you're watching now is not made with some sort of cheap Skinnerbrink filter. It is an actual camcorder. What kind of camcorder? Insert camcorder here. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you again. If you'd like to follow us on social media, we have an Instagram, msimont3k. And please subscribe to our newsletter. You're going to get behind the scenes photos of us making these episodes probably us watching uh the videos and uh, I'll, I'll be capturing some videos of the trailers too so that's another place that you can see the trailers highlights and hijinks uh and i'm also like i mentioned earlier i am actively alphabetizing everything here in the studio so you'll be able to see some of i'll be documenting some of that process Juan, is there anything you'd like to share um uh, just skin and forever and have a great night it's not what you were supposed to say. Do you want me to do that? No. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you and good night. Uh, I'll see you on the other side. Bye.